All right, welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ellison. It's been a while. It's been about six months since my last podcast. Did a bunch of series last year, and so going to pick up a new series. And this series is based on mine and a number of my friends' favorite, I guess, television show now, but streaming show, whatever you call it, um, Ted Lasso. And what we're titling this is Leadership Lessons from Lasso. And so my first conversation is with my friend who we've been doing all kinds of stuff for the last 11 years and our journeys take all kinds of twists and turns along the way, but we've had a lot of conversations on leadership, innovation, and just the fun stuff of life in our profession with Mitch Salerno. So Mitch, jump in and like, what's one, what maybe get us started with this podcast series on what's one thing that you've really discovered to get us going from the show, uh, Ted Lasso. Well, it is a great show. And if folks are listening to this podcast and they haven't watched the show, Ted Lasso, you now have homework assignment after this is go watch and binge watch it. It'll only take a couple of hours. But the, the first thing that, that jumped out from me from that show, um, Ted Lasso, Eric, honestly, is the relationship between Ted Lasso and Coach Beard. And we were laughing right before he came on here. Who was Ted Lasso and who was Coach Beard? And, and I want to be your Coach Beard. So any, anyone who's watched the show will understand that that joke. But what really jumps out at me about Ted Lasso, um, the leadership lessons we can learn, the first thing that, that I see is this idea of just start with positivity. Um, find the best in everything. Um, and I think that was something that jumps out through each and every episode that you watch in that show. So, so give me a vignette, you know, what's something from the show? Cause, cause there are so many different points along the way where there's different positivity, you know, they deal with all these, but give me like one vignette that really sticks out in your mind of like, <laughs> here was a ridiculous sense of positivity from Ted Lasso, because I think that comes across in the show. It's like, is anybody like this? But I think there are. Right. You know, but then that second thing is, you know what, here's a place where it's a reminder to stay positive when, you know, so natural, our tendencies will take us, you know, to the negative. Yeah, well, the first vignette is probably for me a series of vignettes. And, and if, if anyone, if folks have watched the show, they, they'll, they'll know that, that Lasso's relationship with the owner of the club, Rebecca, is, is just a, a perpetual vignette of positivity. You know, the, the show always kind of opens or somewhere in the beginning is, is Ted coming into Rebecca's office, right? And, and you have this, the, the, this delivery of biscuits, you have this, like, he comes in like ridiculously happy. And I think it really annoys Rebecca because she's going through her own personal trials and struggles and all the things that she has with now becoming the owner and her divorce and so forth and so on. But, um, but there's just this sense of, He's, he's always excited. He always has, like, he, he calls her boss and he's coming in and he's like, he just wants to, to, to be, you know, for me, it actually is the one moment where he leaves her office. Remember, he runs and kind of jumps and kicks his heels and hits his head, I think, on the doorframe. Like, to me, that is like, just like, if you talk about a vignette of positivity, it's like she kicks him out and even on his way out the door, he's banging his head off the, the, the doorframe. So I think that, that relationship for me is an example. There's numerous ones, but that's an example of dealing with with uh, hardship or with something that that could be very negative. And he's just ridiculously positive about it. Well, and he comes into a situation where he's got a divided clubhouse. He's got some difficult characters, and we we all know this. Whether it be you know a sport like soccer, where you have you know some 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 really strong personalities and characters, or whether it just be 
friendships, but then also leadership of schools. Um, what would you take like from this idea of staying positive? What do you take away from some of these relationships with, with some of your star players, whether it be an older star player like Roy Kent or just an emerging star player like Jamie Tart? Yeah. Well, I think the, the first is, is that, that in, in being positive, you recognize the potential of each, right? And they each have something different to give um, the organization. And in, in Jamie's situation, he doesn't even have anything to give the organization, right? He's on loan from, from Manchester City. Um, he, he's, and for those who don't know soccer, that just means they're borrowing the player, right? Like they, he, he's, he's somebody else's property in terms of they own him. But, but even in the midst of recognizing that this player is not probably his for the long haul, Lasso still connects and invests in him as a human being and makes a tremendous impact on, on him as, as a human. On the other side, you've got a star player who once was great and who no longer really is as great as he used to be, but has the ability to affect the trajectory of other players' lives. And, and Lasso, through positivity, uh, through positively viewing him as a human being, finds a way to to call out what's next in him and pull him into what could be. And you look at that from an educational standpoint of say leading in schools. I think all of us have those two personalities, up and coming young teachers who have a ton of potential. Most of them aren't on loan, but in reality, Eric, some of them are on loan, right? They're not going to be with us forever. And, and we get them for a season and they're going to go off to somewhere else. And all of us have the aging star um, who's, who's been around for a long time and and need some, some TLC in order to help that, that end of their career go well. Um, so I think, but, but Lasso as a whole, he, he's viewing that from an, a, a place of opportunity, not a place of deficit. It's always what's the best in this situation, which I think is absolutely remarkable. So, so question for you, because this is something that, you know, you, you look at the show and obviously it's just a show, but can you fake this sort of positivity? Or do you just got to lean into it and almost in a sense, create it or how do we, or you maybe even in that sense of like, when we do naturally go to these places where we get frustrated or irritated, or we just go to the negative, which is so easy, I think in our world today, how do, how do we keep that positive framework of saying, you know what, there is hopefulness, there is goodness, there is potential, there is opportunity when everybody wants to look at the opposite. Yeah, I, one, I don't, I don't know that you can fake it, first of all. I think it's something that has to be within you. So when, I, when you look at Lasso and you look at that character, that's, I think that's, if you watch the development of that character throughout the course of the show, I think at the beginning, that's the question, even as an as a observer of the show, you're asking yourself, is this guy for real? Like, can this really be, right? And I don't know about, about I mean, did you feel that too when you watched it, like at the beginning, right? It sounds oh, yes. like... And that's the great part about that reporter that he makes friends with and writes yeah. and then that writes that article out is like, this guy can't be real. Yeah. So you see at the beginning, this guy can't be real, but like the lasso way, like it is real. And I think, so one, you can't fake it because if you fake it, you'll get into moments, into places where, where your real disposition will come out. Like, you know, it, it, and so the goodness, the humanness, the, the seeing people, um, it, it just can't, it can't sustain itself. So I don't think it can be faked. I think it has to be real. It has to be genuine, but I, on, but I think it can be learned. I think is what I'm, what I'm learning is if you, if you, if you tap into that perspective and you choose to see things from a positive perspective and choose to see the humans that you're working with each and every day and their unique struggles and their unique positions, um, especially from a position of being a believer, there's this sense of being able to um, 
to love each of those people in their moment of need and in their in their space. You know, we, we talk about other vignettes like seeing the the kit boy. And for those who don't know don't know soccer, the, the guy who manages the uniforms, who does the laundry, basically. But um, Lasso sees the human being. He sees the skill inside of that individual. His name is Nathan. And, and really consistently pulls it out. I and mean, I guess you look at other examples, Eric, as you see that, you mentioned that meeting with the, with the reporter, um, Lasso eats ridiculously hot food that makes him terribly uncomfortable because he sees the people and wants the best for the community, right? Um, so no, it can't be faked. It's gotta be something that comes from inside, but it can be learned. And I think there's a big difference between faking and learning. So let me ask you a question, because it is natural for, for whether it be educators. I think this has been an unusually exhausting period in our lives as, as educators, but then as leaders, um, but then people who, you know, I think generally think the best of, of life and of people and, and hope for the most. Uh, like what would be, you know, if we take that le leadership lesson of, you know, start with positivity, what would be your encouragement maybe to people as we end this school year? You know, how, how do we how do we regain or end with positivity, you know, in a time where I think there's just extreme tiredness, exhaustion, um, annoyance, you know, and negativity? <clears throat> well, I think that starting that positivity is, this maybe leads into some future conversations we have, right, is, is positivity, when we, we choose to see opportunity, when we choose to see what could be. And I think that's the point of positivity. As this pandemic ends, we have two options. We, we can lament over what was lost, um, how hard we worked, um, all of the disappointments of the last year, which would be starting with negativities. We're immediately focusing on a deficit, what we, what we don't have, what we could have had, what we should have had, right? Whether that's through government regulations or through loss of economic resources or whatever it might be. Even perhaps, you know, someone's listening who lost a, a friend or a family member to the, to the actual virus, right? It's real. But I think there's an opportunity to, to turn that on its head and say, what could we do now? <clears throat> what opportunities do we have today that we didn't have 15 months ago? Um, what, what opportunities do we have to influence people's lives now in, in unique and new ways? Um, so I think that leads to one, a perspective shift of just choosing to be positive. You know, you, you look back on the show. And in the midst of all these people that Lasso is affecting po positively, he's going through his own personal tragedy, right? Um, and he has plenty to be, to be honestly pissed about, if you really want to use that language. Like he, he could wallow in, in, in even his own personal situation with his, his wife, but he chooses even in the midst of all of that, and you see scenes throughout the show, to constantly redirect that energy towards the positive, right? And always push that towards 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 others and towards finding what could be next. So I think, you know, as we emerge from the pandemic, one is, is a conscious choice to be positive. Two, then that leads to potentially two leadership lessons we can talk about in future podcasts, which is seeing people, which we've alluded to quite a bit. Um, and then being curious. You know, one of the things that, that you notice is that positivity um, is, is inherently directed towards future growth. And future growth is inherently directed towards asking questions. And I don't think it's I don't think it's a coincidence that the character Ted Lasso is insanely curious, because positive people are deeply curious. Negative people don't care. They don't ask questions because they already know it's awful, it's bad, it doesn't work. 
And I think coming out of the pandemic, if we can see the people around us, remain positive about what the future is, and then build on that curiosity and ask questions, I think that's a really unique way to start. Mitch, this is phenomenal start for us. And, And then even just that phenomenal reminder for us to, you know, start with positivity, to stay positive, but then to make the choice, the conscious choice to be positive, whether it be today, whether it be, you know, next school year. But, you know, when we dig into some of those others, um, I'm going to ask you a question too, because I think you, you've touched on it, you've alluded on it with, with Coach Beard and Nathan, and then even like we talked about Higgins, um, the importance and the role of the inner sanctum and keeping your role in and keeping you on track. So th- think about that one too, because I think you bring up a couple of different things that maybe we, we get the opportunity to talk about and, and what is the role of that inner sanctum for even keeping someone like Ted Lasso positive? Yep. I think it's great. Well, Hey, coach Beard, thank you for your time. Uh, it's good to spend time with you in all seriousness, Eric. It was wonderful. Great conversation. Yeah. So much more we could talk about. And I won't liken you to Roy Kent at all. Oh gosh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Thanks, Mitch. All right. Take care. Thank you.